superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. With over 122 million parts and eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Plus, with prices that don't break the bank, you can stay on your A-game. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The Volume. The Three and Out Podcast is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to bet every moment more than with FanDuel. With football ending, we have the NBA rolling, March Madness right around the corner, and my personal favorite, betting on the PGA Tour. I cannot recommend it enough. You get winnings fast, and winnings are also delivered in under two hours. It's a fun to combine multiple bets from the same game parlay. No big deal. NBA, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. That would be what I would do. If you are new, just download the FanDuel app. To get started now, sign up with promo code Colin so they know we sent you. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, a little weekend mailbag, the weekend before the draft. Recording this actually on a Friday morning. Uh, Got some stuff to do, a.k.a. golf and screw around. So, you know, I got up, already been to the gym, been a productive day. It's only 8 in the morning, and we are rocking and rolling in the Middlecoff household. At John Middlecoff is the Instagram. Just slide up into those direct messages and get your question answered here on the show. Very very easy. Share the podcast with your friends. Subscribe, rate, review. If you listen on Colin's feed, please subscribe to the Three and Out feed. I'd greatly appreciate that. And uh, let's get to Michelle. Hey, John. I'm the minority as I'm a female listener. I love football and gambling. Damn, girl. Making someone very happy somewhere. I love your show and appreciate your takes on life. I wish more people were candid, raw, and unafraid. One question for the mailbag and one gambling comment. Question. Do you see any sleeper teams that could make a run for the Super Bowl? 
I don't see how anyone beats the Bills, Chiefs, Rams, Packers, or Bucks. Thoughts? I know it's early, and there always seems to be some parity in the NFL. Well, I don't put the Packers in there anymore because they lost Devontae Adams and they couldn't get it done with him. And they'd been to what? Three straight championship? I guess they didn't make a championship game this year, but they'd been the number one or two seed for three straight years. So uh, bye-bye, Green Bay. Comment. You've said you don't understand betting on season win totals. God, this girl. Don't sleep on her. Like, what's the fun in that? Where I think you might be wrong. Season win totals can never be $50 or $100. Those bets are investments. For example, if you bet $13,000 on the Jets to go under six and a half wins, come January, you could and likely will because the Jets are awful, win $10,000, which is a lot better return than skill stock over that time period. Uh... We'll see what if skills rips uh, this fall. Though, I mean, it, you could argue, I mean, the market. Get, buckle up, people. It's about to get really, really rocky. So, yeah, maybe you're right. Are you better off if the stock market, if we go through chaos for 12 months, economic uncertainty and chaos? Let's just call a spade a spade. I mean, it, it is what it is. There's not, I'm not beating around the bush here. Are you better off investing large sums of money? Should I take $20,000 and put it on a team's win total or put it in a stock? The difference is with a stock, I'm not a short-term stock trader. So I'm okay with a short-term loss. If you can't handle some short-term losses, you ain't going to make any money in the big leagues. So it doesn't phase me. There is a finite date with a win and loss total. So if I bet $15,000, $20,000, $10,000 on the Jets, on the Giants, on the whoever over or under, and I lose, that money is gone. Right now, skills, I look today, I am in the red, I mean, almost $50,000, right? Now, I'm also in the pot, like I have still a lot more positive money, but I'm in the red. But ultimately, it can stay in the red for a year. I only lose if I sell. And if it pops, if I make money, and this speaks for any stock, anyone that's down, you don't lose, right? But you lose if somehow the Jets and Robert Sala and Zach Wilson win seven games. So there is risk, I would say, in football just because so many teams have proven that things can change pretty fast. Like a market, like the economy, like anything, right? But you can kind of see, like, skills. I bet on people paying for video games. No different than I bet in the weed industry or I've bet in... I have a lot of money in EV, right? Now, is it going to be a year away, five years away? Who knows? But I know what's coming. The Jets, hell, they can win eight games. What if they trade for Debo Samuel? I don't know. So I, I hear you. I don't necessarily disagree with the premise, but I think the risk is equally, if not greater. Uh, just wanted to know your thoughts on how I can get into scouting football. Kidding. Just needed to keep up the streak of people asking the question. You don't do. I mean, you don't want to do that. My real question. What are the thoughts on the idea of contending windows in the NFL? It seems like the consensus way to contend is to accumulate high draft picks, build up the trenches, and then draft a rookie quarterback to place it into ad free agent playmakers while he's on his rookie deal and begin their quote unquote contending window. But it seems like teams have different philosophies on the concept in how to run their business. And I'd like to get your thoughts. So shout out to my friends, Jake and Ben. We're all big fans and think you're an integral sports personality. Well, Harry, I appreciate that. Uh, 
I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. You know, clearly windows close a little quicker than you think. But if you have a great quarterback, your window is extended. Like, ultimately, the Packers only won one Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers, but they have had a decade-long window. They go to the playoffs and win the division basically every year. So, Josh Allen, the Bills are going to be a Super Bowl contender every year. They may never win one. So, to me, it's just predicated on the quarterback, right? The 49ers have had this window because they've had other players, not a quarterback. Now, if Trey Lance pops, they're going to have a long window. If he doesn't, their window will shut fast, right? Uh, obviously, Tom Brady's a great example. You know, I mean, if, if you just have a great quarterback, Russell Wilson, Seattle won one Super Bowl, they got to another, but they have been in the mix for nine straight years. So I, I think it's just, do you have a star quarterback? It's, it's really that simple. Because if you don't, then your window can shut at a moment's notice. It really can't. If you, if you have Patrick Mahomes, like the Chiefs are winning 10 to 14 games every single season. As long as he plays basically every game. If he does, they'll be fine. Hell, even the Chargers, who have a cheap owner, a coach that we don't know is any good, as long as Herbert plays, they're going to be contending. And when I, I just mean contending for the playoffs, contending to win double-digit games, like that's a window. Because once you get to the playoffs, th- this is not baseball or basketball where you're playing in a series. It's one and done, baby. So you, you just got to get to the dance and take your chances. Who do you think is going to win the AFC West? And do you think a lot of big-name players will be traded on draft day? Uh, you know, I don't really do predictions in in terms of who's going to win the division because I got no fucking clue. If I knew, I'd bet $100,000 on that team to win. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just, you know, predictions, I, and I get, maybe I'm just, that's where me and the media don't all, like, who cares? Like, I think they're all pretty good. I would bet on the Chiefs because they got the best quarterback and they got the best coach. But if you told me that the Raiders were to win it or the Chargers were to win it, like, I could see it. Like, I... If you told me the Broncos disappoint, I could see it. If you told me the Broncos win 12 games, I could see it. I mean, I, I'm i not betting against the Chiefs until they lose. But I, I'm not really like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a wizard here. I, I can't see the future. Do wizards see the future? Um, I just kind of wanted to say the word wizard. I'm a lifelong Steelers fan, and I'm very excited about what the team did so far this offseason by signing Miles Jack who was the offensive and defensive freshman of the year in the Pac-12 once upon a time. Levi Wallace addressing a few needs on the O-line and even signing Trubisky. Even though the Steelers didn't make a splash trade for a big-time quarterback, they got young guys on good contracts who have some upside. My two-part question is, if you were GM, would you address the quarterback in the draft if it is reasonable expectation for the Steelers in terms of competing in a loaded AFC? I would not draft any of these quarterbacks if I was the Steelers. None of them. I would roll with my squad and just see what the hell happens. Unless maybe in the mid-rounds. But they've done that before. Dodds, Mason Rudolph, and it hasn't worked out. So I I would, i just roll with my squad. Uh, Listen to your show every day. I'm from New Zealand. uh, Living in the UK. Shout out. Would be awesome to my brother Ryan in the outback in Australia. And my little bro Matthew living home in New Zealand. What up, people? What's the inside scoop on Justin Fields' development under the new staff? Feels like he could take a big jump this year or flop. Feels like the teardown of the Bears did was the right move. Think the Bears need to add wide receiver and depth and O-line in the draft. 
I agree. They don't have a first round pick. I mean, I, I don't know. I, there, there is no, they haven't been on the field or anything. There's been zero development. <laughs> I, I think it's going to be a very, very rough year for Justin Fields. And I was a big fan of Justin Fields coming out in the draft, but as a quarterback, you are so uh, dependent on your GM, on your coach, on the offensive line, on the skill guys, and he can't control any of that. So their team sucks. <laughs> I mean, their team is not very good. So I, I would imagine his season does not go great, would be my educated guess as we're sitting here right now. And it might be no fault of his own. Are you related to Matt Nagy? No, I'm not. But we're both bald guys. We're both uh, buddies. And uh, I love Matt Nagy. Hey, man, quick question in the mailbag. I don't think Kyler is worth the money he wants. Do you think Baker could be a replacement for him? At least he plays with the heart. Kyler doesn't want it. His body language stinks. And maybe we get another weapon on the other side of D-Hop and fix the line instead of paying a guy that has no heart. Yeah, I mean, I can't speak to his heart, but his body language is terrible. And I know Colin, you know, he called out Colin. Like, ultimately, I think Kyler is a baseball mentality at heart, a little bit like of an NBA guy at heart, selfish, all about himself. And quarterback is not that spot. Quarterback is a selfless leader. You have, you either have it or you don't. And clearly, he lacks some of that. Uh, I'm not into tiny little players. And I think he is a physical, special athlete. He's got a fantastic arm. He's a unique player. I just don't like tiny little guys. Not in a big boy league. And as you've seen, he's gotten destroyed down the stretch. Absolutely crushed. And sometimes in life, football, business, relationships, whatever, you get your ass kicked. Hopefully not physically. But, you know, mentally, things go wrong. You get fired. You lose your job. You lose your business. Things can go really, really bad. I define some humans, or basically any human, how they handle the tough times. Anyone can handle the good times. Anyone can rah-rah when you're up 20 points or rah-rah when you triple your income. What about when your income disappears? What about when you're getting your ass kicked in a playoff game? How do you conduct yourself? How do you handle yourself? Kyler got destroyed and then all of a sudden has gone on a temper tantrum. He's not getting paid enough. Like, Kyler, you ain't Patrick Mahomes, homie. He had an MVP and a Super Bowl. You ain't jo- you couldn't hold Josh Allen's jock. Lamar Jackson, who is much closer to your comp, is much more accomplished. And he hasn't gotten a penny yet from his rookie contract. And here's the difference. Lamar was the 32nd pick. You're the first. Like, ultimately, at the end of the day, Kyler Murray's a drama queen. There is no way around it. And I can handle drama queens. If you're LeBron James... Kyler ain't good enough. You have to be better than your problems. And from just the most basic level for the Cardinals, he's been good, right? He's resurrected the franchise to relevancy. But ultimately, to pay you big bucks, can you just... I'm not paying you necessarily to win Super Bowls. I'm just paying you, can I win playoff games with you? And I don't think you can. He crumbles down the stretch. Crumbles. I'd trade him. And let someone else give him $140 million guaranteed. Under no circumstances as of right now. Maybe if he turned it around the next couple years, became a better leader. But how many people like dramatically change the more money they get? Doesn't money usually just expose who you actually are? So I, I just... I'm not a Kyler Murray guy. I'm not. And I've never disputed that like he sucks. Just not my style of player. I like bigger, stronger athletes, you know, who don't bitch and moan the moment times get a little tough. 
The other thing is Kyler Murray makes a lot of money. You're the number one overall pick. You got $35 million. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just not giving you more money. What do you think the Vikings should do in the upcoming draft? And how far do you think they can actually go this year when a new head coach and Kirk Cousin is leading the charge? I mean, if their defense improves, I think they can win that division. Now, I'm not saying the Packers are going to suck, but I think there's a decent chance they're a 9-10 win team. So can the Vikings just, you know, if the Packers win 9 games, can they win 10? If the Packers win 10 games, can they win 11? I think it's on the table. I think it became toxic with Zimmer, negative energy, uh, just a curmudgeon. It's one thing to be Belichick and be a curmudgeon. It's another thing to be Zimmer and be a curmudgeon. And the defense sucked. So it's like, Zimmer, you're angry, you're a defensive guy, and you're the coordinator, and our defense is atrocious? Bizarre deal. Hey, bro, quick question. Do you think the Saints made that weird trade this year with the intention of getting picks next year in exchange for Sean Payton's contract rights? Both podcasts are awesome. Keep it up. That's a good question. I haven't really thought about that. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I think if Sean Payton wants to come back coaching, they're not going to trade him or whatever. Like, he retired. He left. They have Dennis Allen. Like, they moved on. So, to me, if Sean Payton wants to go to the Dallas Cowboys, like, they're not going to get, like, first-round picks. Like, it's over. You you just, like, it's over. Now, you could say Gronk came back, but they got nothing for him. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I haven't really thought about it that much. Not a crazy theory, actually, the more I let it marinate. But I would doubt that, to be honest with you. Question for the mailbag. I feel like people are not giving Derek Stingley enough credit. He's the corner from LSU. And are devaluing the fact that his freshman season was his best, like somehow is getting worse. He definitely has an injury risk, but I just can't see him dropping out of the top 10. What are your thoughts on him? Well, I think on the most basic level when you're evaluating a player, you want a guy to get better over time. So if your best season... And in football, you have to go to school for three years. Is your freshman year, you go, what the hell happened the last two years? Well, I think you could justify it and go, Ed Ogeron and that situation became a disaster. The COVID season, the LSU was awful. This year was really weird. Obviously, he's been injured. But I think, like, does he love football? Is he all in? Was he kind of a front runner when things were good and the team was awesome? I don't have enough information on him. That's the type thing the scouts that have gone through the South and gone through LSU and can kind of compare him to the other players in recent years. Like, do you feel good about the person? Because his physical attributes, freak. Do you feel good about the person? Do you know what made Richard Sherman a Hall of Fame guy? He fucking loved football. Loved it. Loved it. Deion Sanders loved football. All these DBs that become great are just like football junkies. So is he all in with football? Like ultimately, Jalen Ramsey like loves to play football. I've seen him live several times. And he's got, I mean, he's got some flaws, but like the dude balls because he's physical, a hit. He just likes playing football. And I, I don't know when I don't have enough information. I don't know that much about the guy. But I hear you. Big time talent. But sometimes when you take big time talents with questionable production or questionable whatever. Gets you in a little trouble. Uh, a lot of mocks happened to the Vikings, which seems awfully low and below Gardner. I think the difference with uh, Sauce Gardner, the corner from Cincinnati, he feels safe. And I think sometimes, you know, the, you have to pick your spots when to be safe in life and when not to be safe in life. Like if I'm the Jets or the Giants, you know, I just need to get some solid players. So I would mess with Sauce over Stingley. 
But if I'm looking to hit a home run like the Vikings, like I just need a little something, something, maybe get a guy to prove something, not crazy. If I'm a shitty team drafting high, I don't think I can take the risk. At the start of the new year, every small business owner is asking themselves the same question. What's the one move I can make that'll take my business to the next level in 2024? LinkedIn Jobs knows that your success all depends on the team you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team, faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which make it the best place to hire. I know I'm on it all the time, looking for people, checking out what everyone's doing. Hiring should be easy, and that is where LinkedIn comes in. So the fact that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours, LinkedIn also knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected, or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires. All-weather tires. Dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years. Mobile tire installations available all over the country. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to your home or work. Install them on site. Game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their Michelin test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Your segment about being no safe picks in the draft resonated a lot with me. And I hate seeing so many mocks of us 
getting Evan Neal. This guy's a Texans fan. Anthony, like you, I grew up in conventional wisdom that you build the team through the trenches. But if the Bengals had done that last year, they would have been a six-win team instead of going to the Super Bowl with Jamar Chase. They got ripped all offseason for taking that risk, and it paid off huge. The Browns had a Hall of Fame tackle for a decade, and he had zero impact in the win column. In a league that's never been less physical and has never punished the defense more for breathing on the quarterback, why not take more skill swings at skill positions, wide receiver corner, in the first round? I'm not convinced the success of the Texans two or three years out is going to be decided by Davis Mills being sacked four fewer times. I don't think you're crazy, man. I, I, I'm coming around a little bit. To me, if they're equal. If I can get a star or a guy that's a full-time, like a really good player, like ultimately Jamar Chase is just a way better player than Panay Sewell. Now, if Panay Sewell was Anthony Munoz or Trent Williams, like I don't think it would have been that crazy. But Panay Sewell might just be an okay guy. So I, I think you got to balance, you know, I, I hear you. But who, at what wide receiver or corner are you taking at three overall? Now at 13, I hear you. But I'm with you. Like, just because you take... Remember the Giants a couple years ago took Andrew Thomas. <laughs> he ain't Tristan worse. You know? And sometimes you take swing for the ceilings. Like, Makai Becton. It's kind of been a disaster. So, last year's draft, I'd say, is a little bit of an outlier. It was an elite draft. Think about the guys. I mean, even Waddle had 90 catches. Micah Parsons. Devontae Smith is going to be a stud. Like, Justin Fields went 11. Like, there were good players everywhere. Everywhere. This draft's a little harder. I would just take who you think is going to be the best player. Which is, honestly, the philosophy of most people. But when you miss, you could miss on a wide receiver, too. You know? You're you're not guaranteed just because you take... You don't take a big guy that that guy's going to be good. That, That would be my take. Nick, been listening to the pod for the fall. Don't miss an episode. I thought your take on the Packers' possible future sale was your worst. You talked about on the pod how you generate topics to discuss, and I'm curious how you come up with this one. The Packers can't realistically ever been sold. It says so in the articles of incorporation. Pretty sure it requires a vote of the board. And even that did happen. What would the vote for that? Who would vote for that? All the money after expenses and sale of the assets would be donated to the local American Legion. Not So what's the motivation to sell? Even if the league tried to force it, the franchise would have to be gutted top to bottom. They wouldn't be the Packers anymore. So I just didn't get where you were coming from with your take. Well, Again, I, I don't give a shit. My, my take was just like, I don't think it makes any sense to have the Packers orchestrated. And again, hostile takeovers happen all the time. Contracts are meant to be broken. I don't give a shit how the setup of the Packers is. They could be, if the league really wants to do some hostile takeover, they could. I simply have the take of this. You guys have gotten pretty lucky. And I I would imagine you're a Packer fan of Rodgers and Favre. When that ends, you guys are fucked. (laughs) Just, I I mean, it's just a simple fact. So I I just think this, the way you guys are constructed, having Mark Murphy, who again, I'm not big into people running stuff. My issue with Twitter is like, Twitter is dictated by the board who's invested in like 10% of the company combined. They have no skin in the game. Ultimately, Jerry, all these owners have skin in the game. None of your guys have skin in the game. To me, it just doesn't make any sense the way it's set up. 
And it was set up a long time ago in the 60s. Well, guess what? We're in 2022. Times have changed. So I, it could easily be figured out. I, I don't care the setup. It does not matter to me. Contracts don't matter to me. They're broken literally every day. So my, my take was just simply, how stupid is it that they don't have an owner? It makes no sense. It, it really doesn't. You can give me the the lingo, the, the board director. None of these, the other people are irrelevant. They, they do not matter. Mark Murphy, who does not own the team, represents the team. To me, if I'm another owner, like I don't love that. And I, I'd want the money. It could easily be figured out, my man. Easily. My question is, do you think we'll see the rise from the safety position? I miss the days of guys like Ed Reed, Sean Taylor, Brian Dawkins, Troy Polamalu. Or all the new rules of guys like these impossible? Yeah, it's just harder to hit. So hitting isn't allowed. You know, so being a big hitter is not like you can't be like John Lynch or Brian Dawkins. You you just like get thrown out of the league. The media would want you in jail, right? I love those guys. I love I, I watch football for the violence. I, I don't apologize for that at all. But it's not as violent of a sport as it once was. Now, the athletes are bigger, faster, stronger, so the collisions are still really big. But just just type in YouTube a game. You don't even need to go back to like the 90s. Type in a game from like the late 2000s. When I got to the NFL in 2010, I remember countless guys. Remember Deshaun Jackson. I remember Austin Colley being at games with guys going off on stretchers. Now, it turns out they were all okay, but collisions that were just, is this guy dead? That those collisions just don't really happen anymore. They've been, you know, uh, the rule changes and officiated out of the game, which big picture probably is the right move. But uh, it's hard for those specific players to play. So the way you have to play is just completely different. I think your take on the Bears for this season isn't without merit, but overall I think the team isn't nearly as bad as the media thinks. I'm from Las Vegas, but I'm a lifelong suffering Bears fan, and I might be smoking from rose-colored glasses, but I think their opponents next year, by the way, if the Vikings were better than the Bears, they would beat the Bears. Vikings are trash. I do think the coaching changed. No hate toward Nagy. Us bald dudes got to stick together. I think he lost his confidence a couple years ago. You could see it with the play on the field. In 2022, the Bears opponents are among the worst in the league. I know you think they're going to win four games, but I can see them being a double-digit win team in the league next season. They have great running backs and a solid defense, even though the coaching change, I'm high on fields and think that, well, their offensive line sucks. Great running back seems like a little bit of a stretch. The dude Khalil's good. Cohen's coming back from the knee. Uh, Wide receivers, I don't know. I mean, not great. The defense, Khalil Mack's gone. Uh, I, you know, Andy Jackson has not been good for a couple years. You have a coach that we have no clue if he knows what he's doing. Justin Fields just wasn't very good last year. Again, not totally his fault, but I I would be stunned. If they won 10 games, Uberflus would be easily the coach of the year. I, I don't even think it would be a discussion. He'd be immediately the coach of the year. I'm curious with all your DK talk, did everyone forget about Tyler Lockett? Seems a better route runner and obviously considered a veteran. I know it seemed he had some mind meld with Russ, but it's, I don't really know what that means, but no one is interested in the cheaper, more experienced player 
Or does he have a huge contract extension that's keeping bidders away? I've always thought Tyler Lockett's like one of the most underrated players in the league. I, maybe it's because he's small, but dude makes just plays, scores touchdowns. Google how many touchdowns the guy scored in like the last three years. The dude is a productive little guy. And maybe it's just he doesn't look the part, but I've been watching Seattle pretty closely for a decade. And I mean, obviously, DK is probably the most talented wide receiver they have have ever had. But Tyler Lockett, 45 career touchdowns. Last two seasons, 18 touchdowns. Dude produces, man. 29 years old. Stud. Tyler Lockett could play for my squad any day of the week. Really good player, man. He has, since 2018, 10 touchdowns, 8 touchdowns, 10 touchdowns, 8 touchdowns. Think about that. 36 touchdowns in the last four years. I'm not a mathematician, but I'm pretty sure that... Does that equal nine? What's nine times four? I mean, that's pretty good. Duke and and ball. Have a good weekend. If you're having a weekend and it's Sunday, don't get the Monday scaries. And uh, I'll see you guys Monday. Well, I guess I won't see you. I'll talk to you. Unless you watch on YouTube, but listen to the podcast. Adios. See ya. Are you looking for the hottest gambling advice out there? Check out the Moneyline Monaco podcast powered by FanDuel every weekday. Our guy Alex Monaco will give you his best bets, including game picks, props, same game parlays, and much more. Monaco is in another groove and has won nearly 60% of his bets all time. So don't miss your chance to make some money by downloading the Moneyline Monaco wherever you get your podcast, only on the Volumes Podcast Network. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com slash iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. 
eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.